Let's, oh uh, yeah, let's do this thing. Let's let, let's let's step away from politics for a minute. So last Wednesday, I did a show. Ended up being one of the most downloaded. It, it crashed the server because so many people were streaming it. Right. So I'll I'll take that W. Um, about red flags. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And there's this author named uh, Rob, Robert Cooper. I think that's what you said earlier. Robert yeah. Cooper. Robert from, Cooper. Yep. What did I say here? Uh, Richard Cooper. Richard. Oh, that's Cooper. right. Okay. He got a book called The Unplugged Alpha. And <laughs> I'm sorry, I've already got a laugh. <laughs> So he came up with this thing called the 20 red flags to avoid when dating women. Mm. Now, he also, um, for full transparency here, he has another video, another thing called 32 things men must stop doing when trying to date women. Mm-hmm. And I, so we have that list, too. That okay. can, a little long-winded there. but uh, <clears throat> So let's just talk about some of these. Uh, I'm just going to start at number one here. Daddy issues. I mean, what is a daddy issue? Well, I think it's something um, pejorative that men say about women who grow up in a family without a father or with an absentee or, you know, the kind of father that's not emotionally available. And the thing is, like, nobody asks for daddy issues. So when you start doing that to people, it's kind of like saying, sorry, but I can't say that on the radio. But there are things about yourself that you can't change. Can I say sorry (laughs) sorry about your look? Yeah. (laughs) Sorry about the look of the draw there, buddy. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I mean, now look, I, I, I get it, but I think there's plenty of examples, too, of people growing up in great homes. Now, the flip side of that is we glorify single motherdom in this country right now. And so you can't glorify single moms and complain about daddy issues simultaneously. Well, you sure can. I mean, that's the thing. It's like right now, if we are glorifying or vilifying one thing, that's wrong anyway. But one there causes are, there the other. Are, well, there are single mothers that are knocking it out of the park, and there are single mothers that suck. Just like there are you know, fathers that are doing a great job, there are fathers that are not there. The problem is that we as a society wants to clump everyone into this box that says <clears throat> single mothers. So everyone in this box is X, Y, or Z. Everyone in this absentee father or this daddy issues or this you know, alpha male or whatever the box is we try to make it into something that explains everyone that fits that description and that's why i get mad when we start talking about this is a red flag because like you can't quantify everybody in that category that way well i I also like when i say i like i I find it humorous that we pretend that men don't have daddy issues oh yes (laughs) look have you watched top gun top gun yes that is all about a dude with a big old daddy issue yeah (laughs) there are definitely guys with daddy issues right you know so there's that all right i think that's a lot of oh i'm gonna catch hell for this Uh i I think that's a lot of what's going on in jackson there's a lot a lot of a lot of daddy issues going on there or lack thereof yeah i mean men in the home i hate to sound like a psychologist but a stable male role model is important growing up and it, it does shape who you are as a person absolutely all right uh, number two here on the list, he said, avoid feminist. If they're okay. a feminist, that's a red flag. And I and I made the point that somehow or another, due to the trans movement, that me and feminists have sort of ended up on the same team here lately. Well, and I think it depends on your definition of feminist, because <clears throat> I had a friend that was definitely a feminist, and I used to say I'm not one. And one day, and, and I'm, I'm speaking from the very middle right here when I say this, she was like, well, do you believe that women can do anything men can? I was like, I mean, yeah, within reason, like I can't, you know, pick up a 400 pound log and you know chunk it to the end of the road like in those lumberjack competitions but neither neither can i i mean yeah but so like but we went through this and she's like do you think you should have the same you know opportunities blah 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 and i said yes to all of these because they were all pretty and she said well then you're a feminist and i was like i need definitions because i i wouldn't call myself a feminist but yeah as a 
as a female entrepreneur, as a female firefighter, as a lot of things, you could clump me in there. And if you ask me the right questions, I might not say no. Let me ask you the right question here. Okay. And I, and this isn't a political thing at all. This is, sure. do you think women should be on the front lines in battle? Yes. Okay. Well, I mean, I think, okay. I think if you can measure Pass up to the, the same PTs, standards. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. If you can, if you can do what it takes to get there, then yes. But just because you're a female, no. Okay. Cool. Like, don't just change the rules for me. Got it. You know. Got it. Uh, let's see here. There was one here that I, the unhappy and unlucky, avoid the unhappy, unlucky type women. I, meh, I, I think that's real. <laughs> the more yeah. they complain, the more they act like they're a, a victim. That's bad. Yeah. That's it's always, bad deal. it's always everybody's fault, but there's one common denominator, the person in and the it's mirror. Her. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> let's see here. Um, it says avoid the type of woman that competes with you. Fair. Yeah. You know, like like everything, one, a one-upper, I guess is how I get that. Yeah, and I think that goes both ways. I think that's males. I mean, I, I think a lot of these are human, not necessarily men or women. Because, I mean, if you're trying to date somebody and they're constantly trying to be one better than you, who wants to do that? Absolutely. All right, number five. Keeps men from her past around. I, this one's a little tricky. That's tricky. Yeah. Define men because there's baby daddies. There, that you have no control over because it's custody things mm-hmm. and this, that, and the other. Um, now, we're just talking about just exes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got a problem with that. But there's there's some things you can't control. Well, and I think you could talk to most of my exes. And I'm a pacifist. So, like, when we break up, I always have, like, a period of six year. I mean, six months to a year that I have to cool off. And, like, you suck and you're the worst. And I'm telling all my friends how much you're the worst and all that. But after that, like, I liked you for a reason. You know, I mean, I wouldn't have been there if there hadn't been something redeeming about you. Now, there are some that that know absolutely not. But there's a couple of my exes that are still in my life that it's nothing but the fact that we got along as humans. Now, if I was dating somebody that had a particular problem with one, I'd be like, can you guys sit down and talk? Because I don't want to lose the guy I'm dating. But then this person's been in my life for 10 years. How are you going to come in here, Mr. Six Months, and say, cut him out completely? Yeah. You know? Well, if you if you have if it's crossed back over into the friend zone, yeah, and it's never coming out of there, I think you yeah, know, it's never coming. I think out of you know. <laughs> yeah, and I think too, a lot of these things here are geared towards younger men. I people, think so people too. People in their twenties, girls in their twenties. We're not talking Generation X here on some of these. Yeah. No, no, not not at all. So I, I think once you, when you get into your forties, you've lived a complicated life, especially <laughs> if you've ended up in your forties and single. Well, and you plus, know, things in, have happened. Yeah, and plus, in some of the circles that we're in, like I mean, we're all from this central Mississippi area. I, I work with several people that I dated at younger times. I say several, at least two people that I dated at a different time in my life or went on a date with is a better way to put it. You know, it's not like, but the fact is we cross paths throughout our lives. You can't just say, I have to disqualify this person over here who I'm about to do a business deal with because my partner is uncomfortable, you know? Well, I think if you're in a solid relationship, your partner should help quell any of your insecurities. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. I I think there's that. All right. Let's see here. It says avoid women who are bad with money. I mean, that's fair to an extent. Um, But if she's not asking you to give her money, you know, some of us, I, I, I can say I have worked for myself my whole life. I have been the one who supplied my own money my whole life. And yeah, I've made some big dumb mistakes, but in the end, um, you know, I'm learning. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't disqualify myself, but then again, if I was asking everybody I came across for money, then yeah, avoid that. Absolutely. Somebody with you know, that kind of problem is is frightening. All right, number seven here. <clears throat> this is a given. Yeah, you know, those violent type women, mm-hmm. you know, that just have the <laughs> physical. 
physical outburst. Yeah. You know, I think that, that that punching you or fighting other women or any of that is the way to go. I dated a dude whose um, ex-girlfriend had thrown a full coffee pot at his head. And I was like, what happened after that? And he's like, well, I mean, we worked it out. Why? Why? <laughs> well, <laughs> she threw a full was, coffee pot at your head. That was one of the 32 things he says men need to quit doing is getting back with exes repeatedly. Hmm. You know, like regardless of the reason you broke up, but if you know sure. you break up more than once or twice, you know, stop. Well, and I think the different genders do that for different reasons. Yeah, and we can we can do that now, or we can do that later if you want. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, hell, we're on it. Let's go. Okay. So I think guys do that because it's easy, because you know what to expect, because you know you're going to get it there, because you know all that kind of stuff. I think girls do it for security. You know, again, you know what to expect. But for guys, it's about like, well, I don't have to go do any. I don't have to make any effort for girls. It's like, I mean, I guess it's the same. But in one case, it's more of a sex thing. And the other, it's more of a security thing. You think that sometimes, too, they just don't want their notch count to go up. Is this younger generation thinking about that? I don't know. I mean, that's I think as an adult. They talk about it a lot. They do talk about it a lot. Body counts, this, that, and the other. So it makes me think that they think about it a lot. Well, and you know what? I'm glad you said that because the other night um, I was sitting in a group of friends and everybody was talking about their body count, which I just think is a tacky conversation anyway. But, you know, it's like... The the number, if it's above one, can't be low enough. Right, exactly. And so, you know, someone in our group told her body count and some guy jumps in immediately and is like, and now we multiply that by three. And she's like, excuse me? And he's like, well, I mean, that's the rule, right? Men divide it by three, women multiply by three. And she was like, so you're going to say that I, you know, now we're into the high double digits based on what she had said. And he was like, I'm just saying that's the rule. Dude will never score again in that group of friends because of his saying that to her. So don't be a dummy. Right. You know. I'm with you on that. But I will say this to, to the back and forth, back together again, off again, on again stuff if you're going to be in a relationship like that yeah may i implore you to keep it off social media yeah please don't put us all through it <laughs> yeah, just, just keep it off social media because right. when i see you out in public i'm gonna laugh at you right oh there like, they are oh the <laughs> fifth time y'all been back together right you hated him last week you love her this week uh, uh, there it is all right so let's see here without that news break these segments are lasting forever yeah i like it i like good it. thing we have a lot of content absolutely uh it says avoid extremely jealous women that should be a red flag absolutely agreed uh if you know <clears throat> i think too that comes with age mm-hmm. and especially if you get into your 40s and you're dating somebody if they're extremely jealous in their 40s it means they didn't they never got any better yes you know so definitely avoid that uh and I can only relate to these as a 45-year-old dude. Right. right I'm trying now. to remember, like, back in the day, but yeah. Because number nine is avoid red flags if she's a party girl. Okay. You know, now I just think there's a difference in enjoying a party and being somebody who every photo they have is at a bar. You know, they got a drink in their hand in every photo. It's every weekend. They're over wherever they go. You know, I I think that as a guy who owned, was in the bar business for 15-plus years, mm-hmm. You know, and never sustained a successful relationship through that entire time. I think it's safe to say that avoid the party people, period. Well, and I think that it's, again, so one thing that I've talked about a lot lately is the difference between what is unplugged and what is for show on social media and all that kind of thing. So if you look at like somebody who posts the bar pictures, so every time they're in the bar, they post the pictures. 
But we don't know what they're say. They go two nights a week, and that's when they post, or one night a week, and that's when they post. That's not an accurate depiction of what they're actually doing with their lives. Now, but are that, their priorities that's, potentially? That's what they want you to think. Well, or that's when they're having fun, and well, that's when they're posting pictures of their friends. Okay. So again, I have to bring it back to we need to like look at a big picture here. But social media doesn't allow us a big picture. Is she a party girl? Let me ask you something. Does she walk in drunk? Does she immediately start hitting on every dude in the bar? Or is she the one that walks in and, in my case, sits down because the bartender's her best friend, stays for two hours at the bar, and then leaves? You know? And, again, I'm just using myself as an example because it's easier than calling somebody else out. You know? (laughs) But, um, but yeah, I think that there's – we need to be careful of stereotypes. I'm always going to go back to that. Okay. Right. Uh, Let's see here. Number 10. I 100% disagree with this one. We'll take a break after this one. Sure. Uh, It says avoid heavily tatted or pierced girls. I mean, that's that's your preference. I'm not going to. Yeah, that's like a preference thing. And I don't say a preference for me one way or another. Right. I just think that I'm probably biased. I have a bunch of tattoos. Right. So I can't tell you to avoid uh, tattooed women and then uh, then uh, then then avoid me. Well, and, and the whole thing is, like, again, that's that dude making his own list of stereotypes he doesn't like. You know, I mean, that one dude decided that these are the things that are bad. Now, for just a clarification, this guy's from Canada. Oh, see? I mean, in Canada, like, they so, don't even have salt in their butter, man. Yeah. <laughs> they don't even have grits. Right. They've never, had a, they've never eaten at Crystal's or Waffle House. Right, exactly. All right, let's take a break real quick. We'll come yep. back, man. We're going we're gonna to just have a little fun today. This is the Clay Edwards Show. Join the studio by Therese Apel live in the Mac Hike of Flowwood Studios. We'll be right back on 103.9 WYAB. Breaking rules when necessary. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. This segment is going to be brought to you by A1 Gear and Auto, located right there on Highway 49 South in Florence, go see Justin and his team for all of your automotive repair needs. But what they really specialize in is your rear end, differential, ring and pinion stuff. If you're having any issues, you hear a roaring going on back there. You've gotten some new uh, upsized wheels and tires. You need to go out there and let them get your gear ratios set up properly or you're losing a lot of power. You're wasting a lot of money on gas. Uh, They can definitely take care of that. But, hey, stuff as little as your check engine light being on, your AC not blowing cold, or today like today, your heat not blowing warm enough. They can get all that. They even do blinker fluid. Blinker fluid. I was waiting to see if anybody caught that. Yeah. Well, <laughs> if you didn't catch that, you might want to go get yours checked. Yes. Yes. They're they running a special right now on blinker fluids <laughs> out there at A1 Gear and That's Auto. Right. Uh, look, any any issues going on with your vehicle, Justin and his team are top notch. They do not play around. <clears throat> Got some of the best shop rates in town, too. And uh, they, I'm co-signing on it. They do great work. Everybody that's been over there that heard it on the radio mm-hmm. has, uh, has spoken very highly of them. Uh, we send some stuff over there with Ellis Autoplex to work on for us. Mm-hmm. And, man, they get it back quicker than you can imagine. Yeah. So very, very, very quick turnaround time. They're obviously very popular in the Jeep community because every time I go over there, there's a half dozen Jeeps in the parking lot. They work on more Jeeps than anywhere else. So if you got a Jeep or any other thing, anything else for that matter, A1 Gear and Auto, uh, give them a call today. 601-939-1060. All right. We got Therese Apel, DarkHorsePressNow.com in studio. We're going back and getting the females take on the 20 red flags that (laughs) men should watch out when they're dating females. Some of them are legit and some of them are just like some dude has got a problem. So we talked during the break, and I I do want to bring this to air, about the tattoo being a, a sexual deviancy. Okay. All right, so the last thing we talked about was says avoid heavily tattooed or pierced women. And you said, well, 
There's actually some studies that show people who have a lot of tattoos have some deviancies. Well, and it was actually classified by the FBI in previous decades as a sexual deviance known as pikerism. Um, And that is, I mean, it's the same, it's the same name as like somebody who stabbed somebody to death. It's just deriving pleasure from stabbing or that kind of penetration, Um, which is probably not the right word to use. But the point is, um, there is a deviance that at, at one point went along with that. But that was long before, you know, now tattoos are considered such a different way of expressing yourself. You know, back then it was like it was a mark or it was, you know, because you were in the Navy or it was a gang or it was, you know, those kind of things. So to have excessive tattoos did indicate something other because that was not the culture at the time. So if he was talking about, you know, heavily tattooed in 1975 or 1985, that's a whole different discussion than here in 2023. And that's ju- that just comes from my, you know, studies and my um, my education in criminal justice. Like I was saying, the first time I remember seeing a woman on TV with a tattoo was when was when uh, Pamela Anderson got her bar bar tattoo. Right. And I'm sure obviously there were other, probably some other women who had them at the time. It just that's the first one that snuck out with like this beautiful supermodel yeah. looking woman went and got a tattoo and i'll be honest i ain't like it yeah like, well, i mean i think the whole that? world went ooh, and then yeah. like some people went ooh, and some people went ooh. and then a bunch of a bunch of the local knockoffs of her went and got mm-hmm. the same tattoos right so there's that all right <clears throat> going into number where are we at oh well we've kind of hit this already but number 11 uh avoid the ones with a big body count yeah but I mean, here's the thing about that. It ain't like there's a car fax on, on, on people. And I have often said we should start date facts because yeah. then you could like look up John Brown or whoever you dated and you could be like, well, first of all, <laughs> <laughs> let me, let me add like, like a Wikipedia page. Let, right. me, let me update this, you know, yeah. so another service record. Uh-huh. Well, so it says avoid, but look, with, with that, I mean, use common sense. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, and the thing is too, it's like, and I texted you after you did this on the show the other day, but you know, you got to look at people who, you know, have have maybe gone through um, recovery or in so many cases, you've got people who lived a different young life mm-hmm. than they are as an adult or people who went through a period of time in their life that they were dealing with something and acted out. And that doesn't just go along with body count. That goes with addiction and all oh, yeah. kinds of things. Well, so yeah, I, I, I know I came to the conclusion that if, if, if she don't hit at least two or three of these. Yeah. That's a red flag. She's a red flag if she doesn't have some of these issues. Yeah, like yeah. You, she's too young for you, bro. Right, exactly. <laughs> you know? Like 14 is not a good age, man. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I think to me that's going to be the biggest red flag because I'm going I'm to have a lot of red flags just on oh, the male yeah. version of this. And I'm going to need somebody that, you know, we kind of balance out. Mm-hmm. Like you're going to have to have had some. I'm going to have some. Right. You know, it's like fair is fair. Well, and that's why, honestly, like I'm kind of anti-red flag, not because we shouldn't be looking for those red flags, but because we use them to qualify people and disqualify them. Yep. You know. All right, number 12, and I 100% disagree with this one. It says avoid single mothers. I have no problem with that. That is what it is. That's a jerk. Um, 13, women seeking validation. Uh, It depends on why they're seeking validation. Because, I mean, I can go out there and blaze my own trail and do awesome. But if the man that I want does not recognize that, like, like if he's not sitting there in my corner going, that's my girl. Yeah, there's going to be a period of time that I'm like, dude, do you not see what I'm doing? Like, do you not see that I'm awesome? And whether that's right or not, that's me trying to win his approval. Now, there comes a point where that woman needs to say, if I'm never going to have your approval, you're never going to have me again. So, bye. I like it. Uh, 14. Uh, See, I like this one. She was a if she was a sugar baby. If she had been a sugar baby or if she is your sugar baby now? I think it's if she had been a sugar baby. 
Oh, that's a tough one because if I could be a sugar baby, I don't know if I would or would not. Like that would be a situation where I would sit down and, and weigh the pros and cons. Yeah. And like I tend to think of myself as somebody who would make a pretty good girlfriend and does make a pretty good girlfriend. So I, know, I was talking before I went on the air <clears throat> about, um, you, you know, I was saying, could I one day see the show? This all being a sugar daddy for myself here. But if I could one day see the show where I wasn't all political and controversial and mm-hmm. stuff like that, and I could walk into somewhere like Coca-Cola and get a sponsorship, yeah, I'm at the point in my life where I could have no problem selling out oh, to yeah. an extent. You yeah. know, like like you know, like Metallica says, yeah, we sold out every stadium and <laughs> arena we play. Right. You know, I, I, I could probably get down with that. Um, so as you get older and you're at different points in your life, mm-hmm. there's different fights to be fought. Right. And uh, Well, yeah. and... and- I used to have a friend in college, and she said her mother always told her, marry the first time for money, marry the second time for love. And I was always like, but why would you want to marry for anything other than love? And then, you know, you go through a couple decades of being married or dating or whatever, and you're like, yeah, but, you know, if we could go be not necessarily completely in love in Cancun, that'd be great. (laughs) That'd be fine. Or or go through a couple decades of being broke. Right, right. That's true, too. (laughs) Um all right, I think number 15 here, it's a given. Uh, avoid pathological liars. 100%, yeah. yeah I mean, <laughs> like, we don't even need to put that on the list. So. No. Well, I guess a, the sad thing is we do need to put that on the list. I guess so. All right, it says avoid women that have baby rabies. Um. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, if if her goal is to, I guess that's if her goal is to get pregnant, is that what that would be? Uh, yeah, that would be one of the ones that, like, wants a baby. No. Yeah. Nope, nope, nope. Not at this point in life. Uh, 17, if she throws hissy fits. Yeah, because that's nothing but a temper tantrum. Like, you're allowed to do that until you're about six years old, and then stop it. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be here. Yeah. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or extreme um, cold shoulder. Like, that extreme silent treatment counts as that, too, if you ask me. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. I can. I am the King Kong of passive-aggressive, mm-hmm. so I can't <clears throat> say much about giving people the cold shoulder. That's one. Right. <laughs> Maybe I'm a little guilty of that. Red flag. Uh, <laughs> uh, let's see here. Not being in control of the birth. I don't know if I understand what that means. I don't understand what that means either. But that would go back to like baby rabies, maybe. Would if it's not being in control, of, like if she won't let you. I, I don't. I don't know what that means. Okay. I don't yeah. know. I, I, Is that about abortion? Maybe so. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. Not on that. <laughs> Nineteen drama queens. Avoid drama queens. I agree. Now, now, let me say this about drama queens and calling girls crazy mm-hmm. and stuff like that. <clears throat> uh, that's a bit of a catch-all. It, and, and that's fair. So yeah, here I, I am doing a, exactly it, what I hate. But it, yeah, it's, yeah a, it's, a right. bit of a, it's a bit of a cop-out, too, because it goes back to, like, if you got a girl that complains about every guy she dated, and they were mm-hmm. all jerks, they were all this, they were all that. But there's always that one common denominator, yeah. the person in the mirror. Flip side on guys. If every girl you dated was crazy, yada, yada, yada. Maybe you're the, the common denominator. Yeah, there's a common denominator. Yeah, you know, and I mean, because I mean, I've had three or four nut jobs that mm-hmm. I dated. And I've had four or five that were just fine. Well, it just didn't work out. You yeah, know? and I can say though, also as being like, I'm I'm pretty even keel. Yeah. You know, so when I see a chick over here losing her mind because I mean, one thing I hate, and I'll say it out loud, knowing there are people that may be listening that fit in this category. But if I am a friend of your man and you send me a friend request on Facebook. I already am inclined not to accept it if I don't know you because already I feel like you're probably stalking me for no good reason and all that. So there there are things like that that are drama things that I'm like, as a female, I'm like, you've got a problem, lady. Do but you, on the other hand, I get that I am kind of unique in that situation. Do you think that 
let's okay, let's talk about the friend's girlfriend for a second. Uh-huh. Do you think that she goes through his posts and pictures and stuff and looks to see how many of the, the how, how many of those the same girl has liked and hearted and tries to put this mathematical equation together? I know women that do. Yeah. Yeah, like and and I mean it's a different situation, but at one point I was dating a guy that I thought I was dating. And then, am I getting into something here? No, is there somebody no. that's going to be mad at me out there somewhere? No, uh-uh. um, but uh, it was I was just da- a conversation I had the other day. Yeah, that, I, that you, you hit on there made me think about something. Okay, well, there was a guy I thought I was dating, and then it turns out there was another girl that thought I was she was dating him, and she had gone through everything and like had seen all the places where he liked things and whatever like that. For me, I don't do that. So whenever all this stuff breaks loose, and she's like, "Well, and then he liked this one, and then he liked this one," and, and granted, we're already having this conflict of like. Okay, but we're both dating him, so we both need to just let this go. She's going through everything that she stalked. And there was a part of me that's like, but is he worth all that? Because I, I wouldn't. So, yeah, people do that. If he's doing all that, he's not worth all that. Right. I, mean, I think that's the, the final conclusion there. All right. So I was just, guys do that too, by the way. Yeah. There, there's guys out there that will, they'll try to put that, that formula together and be like, well, Steve liked your post 37 times. Everything you post, Steve likes. Right. You know, so that that happens on both sides. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Let's see here. All right. Last one. There's actually two more. I added one. The last one of his is people with addictions. I think that goes without saying. Well, and I think, you know, again, that kind of comes back to um, to what we talked about. You know, I mean, you're going to have people who have had addictions. You're going to have people who have, have had a different life. And the question is, where are they in their journey? And, you know, is it a place where they're fully recovered or they still have some work to do? I have no problem with somebody with a past addiction. Sure, sure. Active addictions is, would be my, would yeah. be my, no, I agree. The thorn in my side. And look, this is, this is one that rubs some people the wrong way, but shake that purse. If it sounds like the Rankin County mating call, the pill bottle shaking. Oh, sure. Yeah. I need, I need to see what's in that pill bottle. Yeah. You know, is it, is it, is it, is it all these antidepressants and, you know, again, alone by themselves, not an issue. But if you're mixing that with vodka and uh, you've got a pill to get up, a pill to go to sleep, a pill to maintain while you're up, I'm just, it's going to be enough for me. Well, and again, that goes back to my whole like beating the drum of get to know somebody before you date them. Yeah. Because, I mean, alone, a pill, a pill <clears throat> bottle or a, what am I trying to say? The medicine cabinet can be scary if you look at it alone. But if you have known this person and gotten to know them, you may know exactly what all that's for. But the problem is that we meet somebody and we're involved with them within two weeks. And then we don't know where this sudden like, oh, my gosh, why is he insane? Well, that's because we didn't get to know him and we didn't see the insane before we jumped right in with both feet. I have a theory about that. Okay. I think it's kind of a 30 day rule. Mm -hmm. I think you can only hide your crazy for about 30 days. I mean, you can only put up this facade. Yeah. For about 30 days for the I don't care who you are or what the facade starts to crack. Yeah. I mean, you get you got to get to know the person a little bit after about thirty, especially if you spend any, you know, real time together, not just one day a week. Yeah. You know, if you talk a lot, if you're around each other a lot, th- about thirty days. Well, and like I have a friend that's seeing a dude that, um, make a long story short, they have not been seeing each other that long, and he asked her for a threesome, and when she said that's really not my speed, well, then he loses his mind. And then, like, the next day, I was all like, no, it's cool, like, whatever, and kind of pretended like it didn't happen. <laughs> I was like, major red flag there. Not because, I mean, people have their kinks. Like, whatever your thing is, I'm not going to judge you. But when she says, <laughs> I, am. I mean, I mean I'm, <laughs> trying to, I'm trying to be diplomatic here, okay? But, but the thing is, when she says no, that's where you go, cool, yeah. okay. And then you decide if you want to keep dating. But it's not like suddenly go verbally abusive on her because she doesn't share your 
values within two weeks of dating. Right. You know. Rick texts in and says, it's not always a red flag if she's throwing a temper tantrum. Sometimes she could just be hungry. That is true. <laughs> <laughs> hangry even. Yeah, great, great call there. Let's yeah. see. Uh, Reagan can says uh, number 21. Uh, hold on, I'm waiting on my phone to upload here. It's number 21. If she's built like King Kong Bundy or Adrian Adonis, kick her to the curb or in front of an Amtrak. Oh, come on. Everybody's got their thing. Uh, Josh text in on the Guns and Gear text line. It says, if you have your first kiss and she tells you to keep the skull, baby, that might be a red flag. Maybe not. And wait, he, wait, wait. So does he mean he kissed her with skull in his mouth? Yeah. And it's supposed to be a red flag if she's not into that. If she tells you to keep it, I guess. If she's into it, maybe oh, it's okay. a red flag. Um, um, yeah, okay. <laughs> um, says, uh, I'd say avoid anyone with gang affiliations, most likely nasty lifestyles. Well, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. People in gangs don't avoid people in gang situations, but otherwise. Right. Well, it's a good way to get yourself trafficked or beaten in. I mean, jumped in or things like that. So, yeah. Uh, to your point about the threesome, somebody says if they ask for a threesome after two weeks, that's, a, that's three red flags. Yes, that is so. a whole lot of red flags on that. All right, let's take a break, come back, clear the air. we got some more things to talk about. In the third hour, if Teresa's going to hang out with us, I want to get into this Memphis police thing. Sure, you know, Absolutely. We'll kind of get this back on, on track here a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I, I want to get your opinions on it. I, I took a few days to digest all of it before I gave my opinion on it. Yeah. And I think that was the best thing for me. So this is the Clay Edwards Show. We'll be right back. 103.9 WYAB. Breaking rules when necessary. We did that in the last segment. Yes, as so we do. We, we broke a rule or two. I, hey, real quick. All right, so we got to the end of that list. And mm-hmm. the top of the, I must, let's save the Memphis stuff and we'll have the whole third hour for sure. it. Sure. Because I know that's going to light the phones up. I want to wrap up some of this uh, pimping and simping and alpha toxicity <laughs> dating stuff. All this nonsense, stuff. yeah. Yep. Um, we were just talking. I, here's the thing I have a problem with guys that do. I'm going to call dudes out. Okay. I can't stand dudes that use this crutch when a girl don't like them of, she just likes jerks. She don't like nice guys. Same. I'm so and glad I, you said that. And I'm like, bro, she just don't like you. Right. Because you can be nice mm-hmm. and get the girl you want to be with or the girl that you like. The girls will like you if you're nice. Especially, right. this is something you get. This is the benefit of being in your 40s. Mm-hmm. Is a lot of times, for instance, maybe a girl did like bad guys. Mm-hmm. And, or maybe was in a terrible relationship, terrible marriage, whatever. Nice guy is complete opposite of that. They, they want something different. So there, there's all kind of variables there. But at the end of the day, even when I was younger in my 20s, I never bought into the don't like nice guys saying that she just don't like you. Right. You know. Well, and I did a TikTok about this the other day because the fact is, like, every guy presents as a nice guy. You know, it's like whether he's the worst player in the world or whether he's the best nice guy in the world, they're going to present as a nice guy. So you start off liking them because they're nice to you. And then by the time you figure out what they are, sometimes you're deep enough in it that now it's a problem trying to get away. Now that now you're having relationship issues, you know, it's that kind of thing. But the other thing is, too, it's about confidence. If you're a nice guy, but you're kind of that guy that's like a little too crowdy, a little too nice, a little too in my space, a little too assuming that because you're nice, that qualifies you. You know, that's just as bad as assuming that just because, you know, any other thing. Um, and, and so that's the problem. And it goes for girls, too. I mean, I've been the girl that's too nice in my life. And 
it's some people it's going to freak them out because they're not used to nice people and those people have something they need to work through but otherwise everyone presents as nice and so you're being nice up front doesn't make one bit of difference well first off if, if nice is your stick mm-hmm. that's fake right you know what I mean? Like if, if that's what you're using as your thing. Yeah. 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 Like <clears throat> if you're being nice as that, that's how you're presenting yourself as a come on mm-hmm. or, you know, what you hope people are attracted to. Right. It's not authentic. Well, and sometimes the, honestly, the biggest jerks I've seen are the ones who abuse that. I'm so nice thing, yeah. but this is what I did for you. And now you owe me like, well, you didn't do it for the right reason then. Uh, I, I, absolutely. That's the other thing I hate that guys do. And I guess girls probably do this too, but. I can only speak for my gender here. Sure. If you give somebody something because you're trying to be nice mm-hmm. and then y'all break up or whatever and you try to take your stuff back or you throw it in their face that, well, I did this for you. I did that for you. Well, obviously it wasn't enough. Right. You know, if she liked you, we wouldn't be in this situation. Well, and it also is as simple as you go on a date. He pays for dinner and now he expects <clears throat> for some extracurriculars to happen. You know, it's like, no, in this world, the whole thing is it used to be back in the day. That's why you, quote, courted as cheesy as that old world it, word is. You sat on the front porch for a little while while grandpa watched out the window or whatever. You know, you got to know each other, that kind of thing. But now we're all so selfish and we're also focused on what can I get from this that and I'm sure I mean women do it too like you see these women on TikTok talking about like if he ain't doing your hair and if he ain't buying your nails then he ain't the one you know what like I don't want a guy paying for my hair and nails until we are married and even then I'm gonna make my own money you know I don't see a need to have to make it like that but it's because in today's world everybody wants something from everybody else it's not about like I am with this person because I think they're an amazing person that I want to be with what is chivalry dead in its truest form, <laughs> I think, um, ooh, that is such a good question. I see, if we're talking about chivalry like men being gentlemen, yeah. I see it out there every day. But I also see it being abused and made toxic every day, too. You know, again, that whole, but I did this for you, so you owe me. Um, but I also see men every day that are, you know, just doing their best to to do what their mama taught them. You know, to, to treat women the way their grandma enforced growing up. And and I still believe in that. Um, and I think if you've got one of those and you're one of these women that pitches fits and, you know, is dramatic and checks his Facebook all the time, then, you know, you are grossly abusing the the very incredibly unique thing that you have. What about joint Facebook accounts? How do you feel about those? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're just really backing me in corners today, aren't you? <laughs> I was actually scrolling Facebook yesterday thinking about that. Um, Who cheated? I'm going to, yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, I'm going to take the diplomatic uh, answer here and just say, well, it depends on why they have it like that. <laughs> now, now, I know some people who like the other person did not want to be on social media, but mm-hmm. like say the girl, for instance, wanted to social media, but she didn't want to get hit on all the time. Yeah. So th- I know there are those cases where that's the reason why it's a joint account. Mm-hmm. It's basically say, hey, I am married on the front end. Right. And I get that. But then there's those where they combine the accounts. Right. And uh, we all know that couple. Well, and we've all watched it when it's like they have their separate accounts and they both have pictures of themselves with their other significant other. And then all of a sudden it's like she's got a picture with her kids and he's got a picture with his kids and there's no pictures with each other. And then all of a sudden they've got a joint account. So one of the uh, on this other list I have of the 32 things men need to stop doing. Mm -hmm. One of them was stop putting a picture of you and your significant other as your profile picture. No. Says I mean, men shouldn't do that. Says now, if the girl wants to do that, fine. But if the men don't need to do it. See, that's another 
Again, and and people things like that force me to use words I don't like, like alpha. Toxic like alpha. that's some toxic alpha out there who made that up because some nice guy out there who loves his wife wants to put a picture, and so now some woman has said to him, "Well, look, you know, Bob over here, he has a picture of him and his wife. Well, he shouldn't do that. He's a simp." So now it's on some list that some guy made on the internet, and now men everywhere are like reading that and being like, "Oh, I better take down the picture of me and my wife." That's what I think about that. We have hit a nerve. Here in yeah. the Mac Hike of Fluid Studios. Well, and it's it's because, honestly, like, to me, that would be the ultimate. Like, I've had one boyfriend that did that, and it turned out he made me take it down after two days because the girl that he married without telling me several months later saw it. And he was like, I didn't realize how accessible you are. <laughs> so, yeah. I that, thought I was going to be able to hide in plain sight. <laughs> right, exactly. I thought you could put that on your Facebook and, you know, whatever. So, anyway. Let's go back to the chivalry thing. Sure. <clears throat> I, what is chivalry? What does that look like in 2023? It's respect. And I think, I mean, I'm, there needs to be a female word for chivalry, too, um, to be fair. But it's it's just respect for somebody as a human and, and at their station in life. Like, I am not mad when a man opens a door for me because I open the door for elderly people. I, if, if a guy's walking up and his hands are full, I'll open the door for him. Like, I don't to me, when you open a door for somebody, it's saying I see you there as a human and you're walking through the same door I am. So I'll pull it open. So you know. it, we, everybody always goes back to the men opening the car doors for women. Sure. Or opening the door. That's chivalry. Mm-hmm. It's, it's so much more than that. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Well, how do you treat people? You know, are you sympathetic to what they're going through? Mm-hmm. You know, are you polite? You know, let, let me ask this. We've got to take a break here, but I want to ask sure. this real quick. You're in your 40s. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> You've been married before. You haven't been married before. Either way, should men still ask the girl's father for permission to marry their daughter in their 40s? Or if they, or if you're the second or third husband, or should something they? like that, like, should, it, should they, that still be a thing? I don't know that. I mean, at this age, that it should be a thing. But like, if I was with a guy and he bothered to go to Ohio and ask my dad or call my dad or whatever like that, I would think that that was a show of respect for my father more than me. I mean, I think that would just be him reaching out and being like, "I recognize your station in your daughter's life, and I want to make sure it's okay with you if I join the family." You know, I, I don't see that as like something that should or shouldn't happen, but I think that it matters when it does. Would that kind of fall under chivalry a little bit? I think so. Yeah. Okay. I like it. Let's take a break real quick. This is the Clay Edwards Show, joined by Therese Apel, darkhorsepressnow.com. We'll be right back live on 1039 WYAB. Breaking rules. All right. Welcome back into the Clay Edwards Show. We're live here in the Mack Hike of Flowood Studios. We've got about two minutes before the top of the hour yep. break, but we've got a whole other hour, and we're going to dive into some uh, true crime stuff, the Memphis sure. police stuff. Some more details are starting to come out. More people are being arrested. And I really want to get, don't answer this right now, but I want to tease it. Okay. I really want to get your thought on the two EMTs being dismissed for not getting involved. Yes. I 100% disagree with that. I've Okay. But think we're probably on the same page there, being an EMT yourself of sorts? I, I have thoughts on it. Okay, I want to get them. Yeah. Because uh, it, it rubbed me wrong, because mm-hmm. I don't think there's a hero clause that you have to do. You don't have to be a good Samaritan. I don't, I don't think you should have to engage yourself into something just because. Because under any other circumstances, if you engage yourself, the cops would arrest you for interfering with police activity. So now for not breaking the law, they lost their job. So I got some strong thoughts on that. Mm-hmm. All right, look, I <clears throat> appreciate you guys entertaining the second hour here. I love these red flags, dating conversations. Yeah. Obviously, y'all do too. Text messages blew up. Well, I told you Wednesdays were probably going to be that day today. This week it was Tuesdays. Sure. But uh, we had a good Well, I've one. got plenty of red flag um, 
situations that we can discuss. So Tuesday is a good day for All that. Right, we'll do it on Tuesdays. All right, <laughs> we'll be right back on 103.9 WYA. Thanks for listening. Tune in tomorrow at 7 a.m. as the Clay Edwards Show discusses all that is going on in and around the city of Jackson. This concludes our broadcast day. Right here on 103.9 WYAB.